Hello and welcome to Caverns and Krakens, an almost family-friendly D&D real play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Ethan Despain, and these are our players. Leslie Colton as Ekanem Umut, a dragonborn monk with an intolerance for cheese, spicy foods, and corruption. <gasps> I'm Cody Saran, playing as Mr. Pickles, who is a barbarian half-orc who had a crisis of conscience when he found out that his pickle farm was actually just a cucumber farm. Nice. Oh, <laughs> devastating. Caden Haywood as Scar, the Leonin Paladin, who, just to give a little background, was separated from his parents from about the age of three and was raised by pirates. Now, you may ask yourself, why doesn't he talk like a pirate then? And that's because... I don't know how to do a pirate accent. <laughs> <laughs> Bo Wright as Momo Walker, a polar bugbear with a demon as his warlock patron. Fun fact about Momo, he actually hates Vegemite, despite what you might think. We'll try to keep things Peggy 16, but there will be violence. Other applicable content information can be found in the episode description. Last episode, you guys took a ton of damage from a bunch of mushrooms and went down the steps. You are currently going down those steps below you. The bottom of the steps is slightly obscured in some luminescent fog. That's where you are now. Jimbo! Come back to me, Jimbo! Should I roll something for this? Yeah, so if you want, you can roll medicine to try to, like, wake him up. What's everyone's medicine score? Who's the best at CPR? Squid CPR? I think I'm a medicine guy, but I'm doing it. I have a plus one. I have a minus one, but I am immediately there. Yeah, so Momo will roll for it. If you make it worse. 17. Okay, oh, nice. Okay. That's enough. Squiggles sputters back to consciousness. <laughs> stop, stop. Get off of me. <laughs> Why'd you step on me? Come on, man. It was it was dark, Jimbo. I, I was scared for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just trying to find you. Uh... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a little a little nap. So if you wanna just uh just carry me yeah, for a second. I, I can absolutely do that for you, mate. And he's already unconscious. <laughs> he's taking a short rest now. Squiggles has no choice. He's in the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Shove him in the bag of holding, he dies in five he minutes. Is a backpack. <laughs> Please don't try to put anything in Squiggles as a backpack. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yes. Like Taya's Yeah, he, he like Yoda's. Yeah. How do you open this thing? Let me just put some <laughs> pencils in there. Oh, you, you put can stuff things into his mouth. Squiggle Where's backpack. His mouth? Jimbo backpack. Where's the mouth, Ethan? Yeah, uh-huh. Where's the mouth on a That's cracking? for me to know. Or to pretend I know. <laughs> Squiggles is going to be okay. He's taking a short rest. As you look around you, there's about four feet of fog obscuring the floor. It's slightly luminescent. This is a dim corridor that you found yourself in. There's some, like, etchings into the walls, but other than that, it's pretty much just straight granite corridors, smooth carved stuff. What are these etchings in the walls? Can I roll something? So if you walk up to them, you see that it's just, like, minotaurs and other various monsters. You see a wizard kind of commanding them. What you see is a depiction of the creation of the labyrinth that you have found yourself in. This is not a top-down view of the labyrinth, of the maze. This is, like, a 
kind of like a side three quarters, just yeah. a depiction. So it does not give you any clues as to how to get through. Simplified design, that sort of thing. Yes, exactly. So I'm going to tell you how this is going to work. We're just going to go in a circle and roll a d20. And this will basically be like how successfully you're going to be able to navigate the maze is if you succeed or fail on just like a survival check, basically, but without adding anything. I have in front of me, it's like, what's a success? What's a fail? You guys are not going to know. There are things you can do to try to better find your way around the maze. We'll start with Momo, I guess. That 20. Oh, oh nice. nice. Oh, what? I'm going to Scar. mark that. Okay, Scar. Which way do you want to go? Uh, Just roll a d20. You oh. have found us fork in the road, and now the party looks to you, Scar. <laughs> I'm not sure which way to go. Scar, what do you think? I got a 14, so this way. <laughs> I got a 19, so I agree. <laughs> okay, great. I also got a 19. Nice! What strong wow. rolls to start this I episode? Know. It's gonna go downhill from here. <laughs> so Momo's turn to decide again. It's gonna be bad after a nat 20. <laughs> There's no other way, right? That's a 13. Why is Momo rolling, rolling again? We're just going in a circle. Basically, you need to make a certain number of correct turns in order to find your way out. Okay. And so we're going to keep rolling until you have found oh. your way out of the maze. So as we roll, we're turning left and right. Yeah. So as you roll, you're basically like making decisions on huh. where to go. And the fog is like constant luminescence, right? There's no variation there. Correct. Yeah. The fog is a constant luminescence. There's no like dimness or brightness. It's all a dim light. It's thick. It's heavily obscuring the bottom like four feet of ground. You rolled a 13, Momo? Correct. Okay. Scar? 10. This way, guys, I'm sure. <laughs> well, he's so confident. As you make your way around that corner, you see the steps leading back up to where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go the same way we did before, but turn the other way. At which turn? <laughs> hmm. Okay, trust me, guys. Let's go the opposite way. I promise this is going to be right. Okay, so it's uh, Mr. Pickles' roll? I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, so, I really don't think that's a good idea, but oh, everyone else is leaving. I guess I better follow. <laughs> it's like clearly a pit of spikes. <laughs> trust, I, trust me, guys. I agree with Mr. Pickles. I rolled a seven. <laughs> <laughs> you find yourself at the stairs again. Mr. Pickles confidently says, let's go left instead of right. Uh, as you go down that way, you see off in the distance, a the shadow of a minotaur comes around the corner and spots you guys. The shadow does or the minotaur? Sorry, you see a looming shadow. <laughs> it's a minotaur. He spots you guys. Uh, uh, hey, hey mate, uh, hi. He spotted us. I'm yeah, not he, like, uh, calling us out, right? He has made eye contact with you guys. Okay. He's about 60 feet away. Yo, yo. He roars at you, and as he charges at you, he trips. And when you see him get back up, one of his legs is missing. And so he's hopping on one foot towards you guys. Every successful check, he's going to come... 20 feet closer to you. So if you make three fails in a row, he will be on top of you guys oh, and you'll have to fight him. Every 20 feet, he stops to roll a die and he's like, hold on, wait. <laughs> wait, <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> Why is he one-footed now? Was he one-footed before and we just couldn't see it? Or um, Everyone give me a perception roll. When he tripped, he lost his leg. <laughs> yeah, so he tripped and lost a leg when he stood back up. <laughs> Dark vision lets you see in dim light as if it were bright light. So Ekonom with disadvantage, everyone else, you can just roll a normal perception check. Okay, seven. Okay. Quattro. Okay. <laughs> Five. Okay. Eighteen. Nice. Okay, so Mr. Pickles sees that this isn't a regular minotaur. This is a minotaur zombie. Guys, 
This isn't a regular Minotaur. This is a Minotaur zombie. Trust me. I know I just took us down the wrong path, but I can trust my eyesight. You know, he does have just chunks of flesh falling behind him, so... Yeah, little bits and pieces of the Minotaur falling off. As he's hopping towards you guys, he pulls out a giant great axe and starts using it as, like, his second leg, like a crutch. And so he's hopping with you on a great axe and is a good leg. Could I Eldritch Blast his axe out of his hand so that to slow him down? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> and now it's Ekonem's turn. Seven. As you round the corner, it's a dead end. So you're running away from the Minotaur. Ekonem says this way. You round the corner, it's a dead end. The Minotaur is continuing to hop closer to you. Did you want to do that, Momo? I want to try to blast that out of his hand. Okay, roll to hit. Eleven. That does not hit. Momo shoots out an Eldritch Blast. It goes right over the Minotaur's shoulder. He continues to hop towards you guys. Scar, you can roll or you can do something to try to lower the DC on the navigation check. So you can like look around to see if there's any clues to help you find your way through this maze. Um, yeah, I'll just roll. Okay. <laughs> Nat one. Oh, no. <laughs> We started oh off my, so oh strong. Course. Okay. How close is he? Because you put the dice in my hand, so. Okay, so you guys find yourself at like a four-way intersection. So you turn around. There's a wall right behind you. To your left, a minotaur zombie is coming towards you. Scar says, let's go to the right. To the right, you see a beholder zombie floating there. <laughs> you know, I'd oh rather take my chances with the minotaur, Scar. Uh. So the only way we can go is forward. Yeah, so I will let you just automatically succeed that since you only have one option. As you're running away, he's going to try to shoot Scar because Scar is the one that spotted him. He's going to shoot a paralyzing ray at you. So DC 14 constitution save. Oh no. (laughs) That's a one. A one? That was two in a row. That was, yeah. Yeah. You see like an oozy ball of flesh with 10 whited out eyes sticking out of it. As you run past, one of the eyes shoots right at Scar and Scar drops to the ground, paralyzed. You cannot take any actions or bonus actions. Your speed is zero. Pretty much you can't do anything. Somebody has to pick you up. Scar, no. Who's going to pick up Scar? I'm going to pick up. Okay, up. Mr. Pickles picks up Scar. Come on. <laughs> is he like unconscious or he's, he's paralyzed? paralyzed. So he- Paralyzed creature is incapacitated and can't move or speak. The creature automatically fails strength and deck saving throws. Attack rolls have advantage against it. Any creature that hits this creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet. <laughs> Scar, are you okay? All right, well, get on my back. Let's go. <laughs> okay, Mr. Pickle <laughs> scoops up Scar and Fireman Carry runs forward down the corridor. So can I roll to like see where we're going or are we still going straight down? You can either give a navigation check to just like make a turn, basically just out of luck, see if you succeed or not, or you can make like a perception check or something to see if you can find like a clue that'll help you navigate the yeah, maze better. I'm roll a perception check because I've been rolling very lucky, but it's going to end soon. Oh, a 21 perception check. Awesome. Okay, this is perfect. As you bend down to scoop up Scar through the fog, you see that he's like drooling into the floor, which is like white sand. As he's drooling onto the floor, the place where the drool is hitting the sand has turned like blue. 
you pick up Scar and then you continue running down the corridor. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Scar's drool just turned the sand blue. Is <laughs> Does that help us? Help us? <laughs> we should probably get into a doctor about that one. <laughs> That's what I, I take my water skin and like throw it on the ground and try and figure out what's going on with that. Also, when Mr. Pickle says that, I like turn to him. I'm like, eh? <laughs> so you like shake your water skin on the ground? Yeah. Okay. You see that some of the sand is turning blue and some of it isn't. Does that correspond with where we're supposed to go or where we would want to go? Yes, you see that the blue is pretty much like confined to a straight, like solid line. Let's go with where it takes us. Ekanim, I think you solved it. Let's follow that. Okay. How are you going to... Let's shake Scar so that he drools all over the floor <laughs> and we can find the path to go. Just hold me upside we down. We just violently shake him. Scar, give me a constitution save. You're going to want to <laughs> fail. Five. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So Mr. Pickles <laughs> lifts Scar upside down and starts shaking him as... His like mouth flops open and drool starts pouring out. I start crying too. <laughs> Scar in his paralyzedness, tears flowing out onto the ground. So as you come up to each intersection and stuff, you see that the blue line continues only down one path, and so you follow that path. I assume. Yeah, yeah. we definitely yeah. Okay, will. great. Using Scar as <laughs> using Scar as a little hose, as a you... water hose. <laughs> such a weird visual. Don't run out of saliva anytime soon. We need you. (laughs) He's going to be totally dehydrated by the time you get to the stairs. Okay. You make your way through the labyrinth and after eight to 12 turns in front of you are a set of steps leading down to the next level. Good enough for me. Let's go. Yeah, let's go down the stairs. How long does it last, by the way? Uh, One minute. Since you rolled in that one on the save, I doubled it. So two minutes. I'm going to say that it took you two minutes to find your way out. I slap him awake. Yeah. So (laughs) when you get to the stairs, you guys like wait for a second and Scar comes too. Let's go down the stairs and hide wherever that is. You you all right, Scar? Thanks for helping us out there, buddy. (laughs) That was horrible. I am... Dry as a reed. <laughs> you know, I've always been told beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but I didn't really see it, mate. Shh, keep it down. <laughs> the Minotaurs might hear. I don't care. Good point. So you make your way down the stairs. These stairs are illuminated by faint candlelight. As you reach the bottom of the steps, you see the maze level was really pristinely carved, so all the walls were like smooth and stuff down here. Most of the walls and the ceiling are like roughly hewn, but right in front of you is like a well-carved facade. Carved into the stone, you see the front of a building. On either side of the door are sconces holding torches. Who's leading the party? I guess me and Scar, we were in front. Okay, sure. And then I was next. Uh, So we'll say Mr. Pickles first and then Scar behind him. Mr. Pickles, as you go down the steps far enough to see the door at the other end of the room, it slams shut. So you are in this like little medium-sized room now. So should we take a short rest? (laughs) Yeah. Does the Minotaur know where we are? Like it's a zombie. Because of the fog obscuring the sand, he couldn't see what you were following. Okay. All right, Scar, drink some water, buddy. You look very (laughs) pale. (sighs) Thanks. I need it. (laughs) (laughs) I check on Jimbo. Is he doing okay? Uh, Yeah, he's still just hanging on. Taking a short rest. Poor guy. Um, are you are you wanting to take a short rest right now? Yes. Okay. I am at seven hit points. Can I do a perception roll just to see if it looks safe enough? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
18. Nice. Okay. So with that perception roll, you look around you. Uh, yeah, it looks safe. To your right, you see there's another door, like, kind of built into the rock. We should probably check that door before we take a rest here, make sure it doesn't... Was the door the one that slammed shut, or it was a different... No, so okay. the door in front of you, the really ornate one, is the one that slammed shut. With his perception check, Momo noticed there's another door just to the right. Okay. What are these doors like? Yeah, like, could we lock it from our side and take a short rest, or do we have to open it? We could block it off. The door in front of you has, like, fancy handles. It just looks like the entrance to a mansion. To your right, it just has, like, a simple doorknob. I open it then. Okay, you open it, and a mage hand comes out and slaps you in the face and then slams the door shut. <laughs> right? Well, it seems like he doesn't want to be disturbed, so I, I think we're good to take a rest here. <laughs> oh, wow, that, that really stung. Uh, that was really funny, Momo. <laughs> well, okay. on that note, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> okay, so you can take a short rest. I go up to the door after everyone's done resting, and I look at, like, is there a peephole in the door? The ornate door or the simple door? The simple door. Okay, uh, nope, it's just a simple wooden door with a handle. Hmm. Is that the one Momo opened? or was? Yeah, that's the one Momo opened. The mage hand looks suspicious to me. Do you think he's a politician? He might be a politician. <laughs> they often have tricks up their sleeve. Momo, you open it again. <laughs> Do it. You know. I'm sure the mage hand is gone by now. It's going to be so funny, man. Do it. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. I know it's going to happen, but let's, let's, let's find <laughs> out. I open it. It comes out and slaps you again. <laughs> <laughs> I stick my foot to keep the door from shutting. Um. Oh, yeah, your foot's in the door now. It's, con- it's just slapping you back and forth across the face <laughs> as your foot's in the door. Do I see anything inside? <laughs> Uh, no, it's dark in there. The door's not open enough to... I withdraw my foot because I don't like being repeatedly slapped. <laughs> it slams shut. <laughs> oh, Scar's dying wham. of laugh. <laughs> For being an A-chan, that thing really can slap. Does anyone have a torch that they could... There's two torches by the door. Yeah, let's grab a torch and like throw it down the dark hallway behind the simple door. Momo opens the door again <laughs> and throws the torch down. Okay, you open the door. A The mage hand comes out and slaps you in the face. You throw the torch in. Yeah, hey, mate. <laughs> this is a small room that the torch has illuminated quickly before it shuts. It's a small room. There's like uh, tools and stuff in here. Go in, go in. You go in if you want to see it. goes in. Any exciting tools? You open the door ahead. Mage Hand comes out, slaps you in the face, and slams the door shut. <laughs> but I put my foot in. Uh, you, can't, you can't pull the door open any farther after your foot's in. Oh. But if you'd like with your foot in the door as you're being slapped in the face, you can make a perception check with disadvantage. Can I make it like an acrobatics check to like wiggle? Uh, no. <laughs> no, you cannot. Okay. Why do you guys want to go a good idea, so though. <laughs> you know, if, if we really want to, to get in there, there might be some kind of clue in the room we're in. Four plus four, eight. Acrobatics check. Uh, acrobatics said, oh, or perception? No, perception? Okay, perception. Uh, perception, four plus one, f- five. Okay, you see uh, there's like tool, like gardening tools and stuff and like pickaxes and that kind Anything of thing. Anything looking magical? Trying to go in, I'm sure it'll eventually work. <laughs> if we really <laughs> wanted to get in this room, your turn, Mr. Pickles, your turn. <laughs> I bet there's probably like a clue in this room or something that could help, but also, do we really want to get in that room that badly? 
Would you like to roll perception, Momo? Yes, I'm going to look around the room. You can roll investigation if you'd like. I am much better at investigation. I would like to do that. As you're, since you're trying to figure out this puzzle, you can roll investigation. 18. So with an 18 investigation check, Momo, you see that the big fancy entrance, it has a doormat in front of it. It has like really nice writing on it that basically says like, uh, be nice, <laughs> be <laughs> kind, <laughs> be polite, like take off your shoes. It says welcome Positive. in very fancy text and Momo's like, I don't feel very welcome by that matron. <laughs> Is there a key under the welcome mat? Uh, you can look. I'm I'm a look. No. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Guys, I, I, I think we just got to take the shoes off. All right. Momo takes off his boots. Okay. And then I take off my Tim's. <laughs> Scar takes off his Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Uggs, but Crocs is better. Scar takes his Crocs out of sport mode and he sets them aside. <laughs> I love these Crocs. <laughs> you have so many cool pins on them, too. Look, this one's of you, Mr. Pickles. Oh, awesome. That one's so cool. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to definitely get those Crocs when we get out this of here. This is canonically a thing. Scar owns Crocs. <laughs> I'm going to open the ornate door. Is that okay? Are you not going to try to go in the simple door anymore? Right. Oh. No, we're going in the simple door with no shoes. Mr. Pickles opens the or- the ornate door and inside you see a... Another mage hand. <laughs> <laughs> It punches you in the face. (laughs) No, so you open the door and you see a bigger room. This one has sconces with candles on the wall. There's like a red rug on the floor uh, leading from this like door that you opened all the way to the other end of the room where there's another door. On either side of the door, there's like skeleton pieces and zombie pieces as well. Ekonem is going to go to the simple door. You walk up to the door. What do you do? I say knock, knock, knock. Okay. uh, The door opens for you. I walk in. Yep. Any magical tools that I can see. You look around you and you see that, yeah, there's a bunch of like mining equipment and like gardening stuff, but there's also a like fancy looking sword in the corner. Ooh, I'm gonna go look at the fancy looking sword. Okay. The fancy sword is kind of floating there. Hmm. Hey, I can we pick up that pickaxe for me. I grab the a sword. pickaxe or the sword? The pickaxe. Oh, okay. I grab the sword, I pick up the pickaxe, I toss the pickaxe to Mr. Pickles. I catch it in style. Oh, nice. Cool. So you have found a dancing sword, is what it's called. Ekonem, is that a flying sword you've got there? Yeah. I'm prepared to make you a deal. I have this very nice pickaxe right here. (laughs) How would you feel about making a trade? (laughs) See, this pickaxe is no normal pickaxe. It also floats. You throw it high enough, it's going to be up there for quite a while. (laughs) Demonstrate. I throw it up in the air. (laughs) Uh, Okay, great. As Uh, far as I can. Give me an athletics check to see how high you actually throw it. I hope it doesn't hit the ceiling. How high are the ceilings in here? Uh, They're pretty high. They're like 60 feet tall, we'll say. I rolled a 23. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 18 plus 5. So you're trying to persuade Ekonem, you throw this pickaxe straight up into the air, it spins and lodges itself into the ceiling. Oh my gosh. See? <laughs> it hangs out there for a couple seconds and then falls back down to the ground. <laughs> if you'd like, you can catch it as well. I'm going to catch it. Okay. It's actually a timed flying pickaxe. See, I threw it up Ooh. there and it fell down right when I wanted it to. And it yeah. could do the same on yeah, your enemies. yeah, yeah. Anyone else want the sword? <laughs> I mean, what it, are what are you prepared to give me? 
I uh, I have a thousand uh, halfling money. How can I? Do you? Hmm. Yeah. I can give you a boomerang. A boomerang? A boomerang. What about pickaxe plus boomerang? Oh, yeah. You can have them both. Will, will you have wait, weapons? Wait. Yeah. Wait, wait. I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. Yaskar? How about this regular briefcase? <laughs> it's extremely normal. <laughs> it's so normal, no one will notice it. It's completely inconspicuous. This is a pretty good offers. That's some pretty good offers. Good I think I'm going to have to go sword. with Boomerang. Yes! <laughs> Dang it. You just won a brand new Boomerang. Slash pickaxe. Pickaxe ring. Pickaxe ring. Yeah, duct tape it. Uh, I, I will not allow that. I will not come back <laughs> no. to you if you try to... No. If you try no. to throw the Boomerang tape to the pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Pickles, you can add a dancing sword to your inventory. And it can be whichever sword you are proficient in. Goodbye, trusty boomerang. Maybe he'll find his way back to me. Guys, uh, have he's, we he's thought about the fact man. that we might be stealing this sword from somebody? Somebody lives here. Yeah, yeah let's go talk nice to them. Be, Maybe they'll give us nice the sword. Trim these bushes off. As by way of trade. Okay, um, so we're taking it with us. Yeah! Uh, Alright. I can't say this really... Feels great with the uh, ethics lesson I just had from the Magi earlier, but... <laughs> it's for the greater good. We're trying to bring back some gods. I d- decided I did not agree with the utilitarian viewpoint of always doing things for the greater good, but okay, you you make your own decisions, Ekinim. Uh, uh, very virtuous of you to let them make their decisions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now are you guys wanting to go into the fancy door? Shoes off, right? Yeah. Uh, you can put them in the bag of holding or whatever if you'd like. Yeah, I'll put everyone's case. shoes in the bag of holding. <laughs> in the briefcase. In the briefcase. In the bag of holding. In the bag yeah. of holding. <laughs> yeah. Who's leading the party? Um, all Me! Right. Oh, all right. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, trudge, trudge, wow. trudge, trudge, trudge. Careful, there's definitely some skeletons and zombie pieces over there. Does it smell bad? A little bit, yeah. So it doesn't look like this is a well-maintained room that somebody lives in. No. I walk up to one of the bones and kind of kick it a little. Okay. Does it move? It moves when you kick it, but not like unnaturally. Okay. It's probably fine. I'm going to squish a little bit of a zombie piece. Like, Uh. step in it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yes, you do that. You have zombie rotten flesh on your bare foot now. (laughs) Oh, shoot. I forgot I don't have my my shoes on. Uh, Why'd I do that? Roll for foot in, foot infection. What do, you, what do you call it? It's own, foot. Yeah, roll foot. for athlete's foot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Where do I roll? Uh, constitution saving throw. Yeah. Okay. Roll a constitution save to see if you get athlete's foot. I rolled a nat twenty. I oh. have very burly feet, <laughs> and it's for plus, some plus four. Mister Pickles already has ringworm and like everything. You can now kick people and give them ringworm. <laughs> it just made me stronger. That's the secret. I always have athlete's foot. <laughs> Would you like to go through the doors at the end of the room here? It's probably fine, yeah. And you're still eating Ekonom? Yeah. Okay. You open the door. Do you open it quickly or slowly? I knock first. Okay. Then open it slowly. You knock and then you open the door very politely. This looks like a dining room. So there's a long table in the middle with chairs around it. There's a chandelier clinging to the ceiling. On the left wall, there's a framed painting with three people in it. At the other end of the room, there's another door. This is a single door, not a double door. 
just at the other end of the table from you, there are three zombies fighting two glowing red salamander creatures. Directly to your right, like 10 feet away from you, is a figure in a black cloak. They're really putting up a fight against those zombies. What is the guy in the black robes doing? Chanting? He's standing there watching. You knocked, so he turns to like look at you. He makes direct eye contact with you. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like a pale humanoid person, and he looks agitated for sure. Hey, you. Have you walked into the room, or are you just like all peeking around the door? <laughs> I think we're all standing uh, at like the threshold of the door. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so Scar pokes his head out around the door behind Ekina. Hey, you. In the, in the cloak. He kind of like hesitantly like glances over, and he's like, yeah, can I help you? Actually, better question. Uh, can you help me? Uh, With what? Okay. With what? I'm trying to uh, kill these fire newts so I can pass. Why? Because I'm trying to. I'm trying to get through. What do the fire newts do to you? Why are they here? Fire newts. Do you want to chime in? I say that in Dragon Primordial and Sylvan. <laughs> oh, they do speak Draconic. So in Draconic, they respond to you. Uh, we're trying to stop these zombies from getting past us. Why are you trying to stop things from getting past you? Because they tried to attack us. Did they just attack you unprovoked? We're here trying to defend this room. Ekinim, uh, it seems like you could talk to these guys. Can you ask them if the dude in the cloak is controlling the zombies? Is the dude in the cloak controlling the zombies? Yes, it appears so. Hold on, hold on. Let's pause here. Is this just a big misunderstanding? Like, you're trying to prevent people from passing, and you're trying to pass? The fire newt looks at you and says, those things are pretty mutually exclusive, so I don't think this is a misunderstanding. I think you said it just right. But, like, why are you trying to prevent people from passing? What's past you? We're just here to protect this home. So they continue duking it out. I'm like, what? Should we interfere? Whose side are we on here, guys? Yeah. One of the fire newts goes down. Guys. Can we have a real quick huddle? Are you in the cloak? No, let's have a huddle before we do more. Scott. All right, huddle. What, what are we doing? I think the neats are probably in the right. I also think we might not want to piss off the necromancer dude. Seems like he's controlling all the zombies in this area. If, if he's trying to get through, we're also trying to get through, right? So <sighs> we could pretend to be on his side for now. And then we can backstab him when we get through the Have door. you guys, like, exited the room? Or are you standing yes, right next yes. to him? Yes, we, we exited the room okay. and closed the door. <laughs> I, I love the scene where you, like, you open the door, you see all this. <laughs> They're, like, in the heat of battle. Ekonem talks to the necromancer guy. And then he, in Draconic, talking to, like, the fire nooses they're fighting. And you guys are like, okay, just one second. And you slam the door in front of you and, like, are, like, whispering behind the door. That's the morals <laughs> and ethics of this real quick. As, the, as yeah, this, like, yeah. fight goes Eth- on. ethics discussion. <laughs> Look, I'm not feeling great about the whole plan to pretend to be his friend and backstab him? I mean, like, greater good... Doesn't feel like the best ethical choice. And again, I don't think we should always make decisions on the greater good, but rather, what is a virtuous choice? I don't know. I'm sorry. It seemed much easier to understand <laughs> back when I wasn't having to make decisions. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how ethics is, isn't it? <laughs> I would love... If after we finished our huddle, we look and they're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) This is basically the trolley problem, except it just killed everyone. On one side of the trolley, there's a fire newt. On the other side of the trolley, there's a necromancer. And right now, trolley's headed for the The newts. Do we interfere with the trolley? (laughs) 
All right, I'm done with this. Scar goes back and he <laughs> walks straight up to the guy in the cloak. As you open the door again, you see there's one zombie and one fire newt duking it out. We were too late to pull the lever. You see there's one zombie and one fire newt duking it out. That zombie lands the killing blow on the fire newt. And so there's one zombie who's looking really battered and the necromancer who's like out of breath now. You come in the door and what happens? You go to the necromancer guy. Befriend him, bro. Yes. Okay. Hey, we, we're trying to get through this uh, dungeon as well. Hold on. Just, just give me one second. I need to catch my breath. He uh, leans over and is just like breathing heavy. <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. That's fine. So we we need to get to the end of this dungeon. I assume that's what you're doing as well. I assume you're doing it because you want wealth and riches or whatever's in this. Dungeon. I'm actually looking for the, the crowns that are down here. So, yes. Tech, yeah. In a way. Yeah. How convenient. Scar, uh, don't tell <laughs> What? What? <laughs> yeah, we're just here to, like, make some money. So, yeah, what if we just temporary Scar. alliance? Scar says this really loud. Uh, it, it's fine. If he wants to backstab us, we'll just kill him mercilessly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so uh, you want to help us along in this dungeon and we'll... uh. Did the did the mage I send you, or are you just down here for the heck of it? We're we're, we're adventurers <laughs> trying to make money. <laughs> we don't care what we take. So the <laughs> Momo's just in the corner, like tears streaming down his face. <laughs> Looks at is, is he okay? Does he need help? I think. I'm a. I think somebody might want to want to check on that. <laughs> oh, okay. Starts giving him a massage. <laughs> so the mage I didn't send you, you're just down here for money. Okay, well, I guess if you want, you can like help me out, get to these crowns, and then I can give you all the money we find. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like, like a good deal. Land. Thanks, dude. Okay, sure. Well, uh, my name's Frank. What's yours? <laughs> <laughs> what? Your name's Frank? Oh. Yeah. All right. Is that... Yeah. Oh, that's just like your imaginary friend, Momo. <laughs> Frank is not imaginary. <laughs> uh, what? That's okay, what you told me. I never said imaginary. I said invisible. Oh, oh, my bad. Well, the more the merrier. So, can Frank interact with the objects in the world? Um, for, uh, I pull out my battle axe. Have you not noticed how this thing is magically glowing? I guess. I was going to ask about that, but I just... Yeah, that's Frank. Oh, so you're a warlock? No, no, I'm a bard and this is a sentient sword. Oh, and his name is Frank? Yeah. Okay, well, hi, Frank. He waves at the sword. I hold the sword up to him. (laughs) Wave the sword back. Oh, I see. It's not very conversational. I wave the battle axe, yeah. I guess that's fine. (laughs) Actually, Frank is a female. That was a misunderstanding when I named her, but uh, Frank really only talks to me. Okay, uh, sure. Can I roll insight when he mentioned the Magi? Like, what yes. was his attitude towards the Magi? Yeah, you can roll insight. 15 plus 318. Is he on the side of the Magi? Is he not on the side of the Magi? Uh, okay, 18, you said? Is he a politician? <laughs> With an 18, you know the Magi sent him down here. I'm like, yeah, Magi may have sent us, may have not sent us. What are they to you anyway? They are politicians. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, they're 
champions of Metsun, but Metsun doesn't want to come back. So I guess they're just trying to send people down to get the crowns since they can't do it themselves. Wait, why would they even want the crowns if they don't want to bring back Metsun? Well, from what I remember of what they explained to me, the, with the crowns, you can either use them to perform a ritual to bring back that same god, or you can uh, use it to ascend to godhood yourself. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do yet, but I want to find the crowns just to have the option. <laughs> Wait, did you come on their behalf? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, they gave me one of these. He pulls out a little, like, snow globe, basically, with, like, oh, smoke yeah, swirling yeah. out of side of it. Like, oh, oh out okay, so you were lying earlier. You were sent by the mage. That's Look, fine. I'm <laughs> sorry, I didn't... I understand you being skeptical. Like, it's it's okay. I know how it goes as adventurers. <laughs> a fellow adventurer. Lying by omission. <laughs> Momo looks so pained, but he's biting his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lies by omission. Those, those are fine sometimes. Quick question, sir. So you're, like, controlling these zombies over here. How do you do that? Well, zombie, now, if you'd help me, we probably would have had a little more, but... I, like, look over, there's, like, only... Half, there's half a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> it's split right down the middle, up and down, so you get the left half of a zombie. <laughs> Sorry, we're quite the indecisive group. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can tell. I am, in fact, a necromancer. I'm a wizard, and I studied necromancy for a long time, so... Is that allowed in Waterdeep? Uh, yeah, it's... I mean, it's pretty like closely monitored the wizard school where i went to is pretty prestigious but yeah it's um under supervision and background checks and all that kind of stuff yeah you can how prestigious i want to know this is Econem to the dm okay. how prestigious he was on the rowing team of harvard <laughs> yeah he was on the water deep prep rowing team yes well a limbo team they are prestigious enough to have a rowing team so yeah probably like ivy league level okay. it's like a really nice wizard school okay Sounds nice. Sounds nice. Uh, what are your ambitions? Do you want to become a politician? No, no, I'm, I mean, I become a god. I'm a wizard. I mean, being a god would be pretty cool. I'm not sure if I want that yeah, necessarily, yeah, 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 yeah. but, but like these politicians will be pretty indebted to you, right? If, if you deliver the crowns. If I'm being honest, I'm hoping that this feat will prove that I am ready to go to the wizard schools in the high forest so i'm looking to transfer actually this isn't really for the magi this is just an opportunity to move up mm-hmm. did the magi say why they sent you because we kind of know why they wanted us um i think they just don't want the crowns to fall into the wrong hands and so they're sending qualified good people everyone that they come across I don't know. You'll have to ask. So they're just sending anyone these days to go and get these crowns? Uh, I'm a little offended by that, but maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, we, I mean, we got through, so. <laughs> Will Momo ever recover from calling himself an adventurer? Will Mr. Pickles get that athlete's foot taken care of? Gross. Will Scar emotionally recover from being used as a water hose? Will Ekinum discover that their pickaxe is not, in fact, magical? Listen to episode 5 on June 23rd to find out. If you've enjoyed this show and are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate the show five stars. It really helps new people find the show. Our DM is Ethan Despain. Our wizards of editing are me, Bo Wright, and Caden Haywood. Our fantastic show art was summoned through a performance of creation by the bard Seth Prestwich. Our theme song was made by another bard, Ethan Despain, with assistance from me while I was pretending to also be a bard. We'll be back in two weeks.
I I know what I want to give you. I just don't know how to say it. Um, a brand new car. <laughs> a slap on the face. <laughs> Another slap on the face. The so fresh up. How do I put this? The mage hand slaps you again. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I want to give you, but how do I say it? Um, he walks over and just slaps me in real life. There. I didn't know how to do it on the podcast. I stand up and slap you in the face. 